Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Courtney Robertson, the most notorious villain in Bachelor history, and I have more than a few secrets to tell, but I am not the only one with tea to spill. Every week I'm going to be talking to another icon of reality television about the things they can only say off contract. Hi, it's Courtney Robertson. Welcome back to Off Contract. What a week it's been. Lots of pop culture news, Bachelor Nation news. Mike Fleiss exiting stage left, possibly sprinting. I'm not quite sure. Um, but today we've got a really fun guest for you. I've been itching to get her in the hot seat ever since I met her on Zach's group date. She is lovely. She lives in Florida. She's a nurse. And um, we talk all things Bachelor. She spills a lot of tea. Is she going to be going on Paradise? Who's sliding into her DMs? Does she have any crushes on uh, any of the fellas in Bachelor Nation? And uh, stay tuned for the tea party at the end because I ask her the hard-hitting question and who got caught reading How to Win the Bachelor by my favorite game of roses, Chad and Lizzie Pace. So, and I share something that I've never shared before during my time on the season. So I sure hope you enjoy. Let's get to her. It's Kat Izzo all the way live from Florida. I'm so excited for today's guest. It's been a long time in the making. I've got Catherine Izzo from Bachelor Seasons uh, 27 with Zach Shalcroft. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. Thanks it's for nice to finally be here. I know we were trying to arrange it for a while now. <laughs> yes. I was like, when I started the podcast, I was like, I have to get her on. So when I hosted the group date with Lotto, you were on the group date and you just really stood out to me. Um, and I just was like, this girl's a front runner. She's going to win the whole thing. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause that was like, I feel like I was in such a daze on that date. Cause we had no idea what was going on the whole time. So that's so sweet of you. I remember when you guys all came out, I'm like, I know 
one of them, but who is everybody else? And then I'm like, <laughs> they seem like they're just like so boss bitches. Like they're just like so cool. I want to be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I want to come hang out with you. And you're in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was a fun day. And what did you do? You you guys got put on the spot. I never had a group date like that. You like had to bust out of and walk the runway. What did you do? Can you remind me? Did you do like a little strip tease or? I think I used the cowboy hat and the little, we had like a wad of money. And then when I walked back, I like threw it in the air, but I wanted to play it safe, you know, just have fun with it. I could have gotten a lot more crazier, but it was our first date. So I'm like, let's not scare him yet. (laughs) (laughs) Let me play it safe. <laughs> well, I loved the confidence. And I remember, you know, they're like, give the girl some advice. And I was like very boilerplate. Like, I was like, use the most of your time, which when I watched you later in the season, I was like, that's my girl. I personally remember that. Yeah, I was like, you and because that's kind of how I played the game when I was on my season. Like, I really tried to, you know, get him as much as I can. And even in those little moments, like when he'd be picking me up for a group date, I'd always be like, you know, whistling at him or something, but obviously your experience was a little bit different because you got a little heat from it. So yeah, yeah. A, little different. <laughs> a little bit, but we'll get to that. So I just, I wanted to ask, were you a big reality TV fan before you went on the bachelor? Not really. Um, I love the Kardashians and that's pretty much the only thing that I always kept up with. And there's this one podcast I listened to called the toast that really was like the way of me to keep up with things. Cause I never really had time to watch shows. I have watched a few seasons of The Bachelor when my roommate at the time was, I was living with her and she loved it. Um, But I just never really like found time. So not really any in the recent years. Maybe when I was a kid or something, I watched The Real World, but. (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. The Real World. I used to love The Real World. So (laughs) did you get nominated or did you just decide to apply? Like what happened there? Yeah, my friends, they are fans and they always told me like, this is something you need to do kind of thing. And I was like, okay, let me just apply one day. And I know they had told me years prior that they had nominated me. So I don't know if like it came together as one, but, um, I was like, you know, I'm in the point of my life where I'm not really dating in my city right now. And this is something that'll be different and exciting. And I kind of needed some change. So I applied and they called me like 10 days later, two weeks later, we just were like one thing after the other after that. Wow. And did you know it was going to be Zach at that point? Uh, No, I didn't. We had, like, at the time, I think it was towards the end of the season. So we kind of had an idea of, like, who it could possibly be. So I was always hoping it was, like, him or – I forgot who else was in the end. But I know that Zach was one of my main people, that when they asked who I liked, that was who I told them. So they were like, okay, I think you're going to be really happy. I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So – yeah, I, we didn't know until everyone else knew, but we were already flying out like a two, couple days after that. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Were you, how did you feel stepping into the mansion and meeting all the girls? Oh gosh, let me take myself back there because I have probably blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a long night for sure. And like, I feel like the girls on your season are, I mean, I can see you were just hanging out with all of them. Like you had some really quality, really pretty girls too. I, I honestly like had that, feeling even in the limo I was like oh okay this is gonna be like as I mean I was in a sorority and I have grew up with a ton of sisters so like I kind of like understand I can kind of pick up energy I'm like oh this might just be like camp almost like this is gonna be fun so um when I first walked into the house there was only a few girls there and I immediately like became friends with Gabby or not Gabby um Bailey and Jess and we kind of like filmed a little powwow like okay let's 
let's stay near each other. Don't let each other get in any drama. Like, let's just be, you know, together. And we were inseparable the whole night as well as Genevieve. So um, we kind of just like got to know each other and other women around us, like kind of just had fun, but it was a very long night. Very long. Yeah. And then you went on, you're on the first, uh, you know, group date. So I remember Zach saying he was tired. He's like, oh, I'm, but he didn't seem like, I felt like he handled the whole season pretty well. He had so much energy. I'm like, you're the one that's going on a date every day. I'm out here struggling. (laughs) I don't understand. I remember the first group date. I, when I watched it back, I'm like, I was like going cross-eyed. I was so tired by the end of the night. It was a very long day. But your your adrenaline's so high and you're so excited. You're having so much fun. Like you don't even know, you don't even realize the times that are like the time at all. You're just enjoying the moments. So that kind of helped a lot, especially in the beginning. Oh man, next thing you know, the sun's coming up. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so how are you doing now? I mean, you know, so I, you handled yourself so well at the Women Tell All. Um, so for the listeners, obviously, uh, you know, I, they called you Cat on the show, but do you like I, to I, go by Catherine? Yeah, that's what I. I know I go by Cat. Okay, so Cat, uh, you know, pulled Zach uh, to the side before Charity's one-on-one date, and gave him a little smoochy pooch. He walked in with lip gloss, and uh, Brooklyn really had a, some, I felt like, more beef with it than Charity did. Um, so how did that feel for you? Was it, like, the sort of thing they were, like, go steal him? Like, you just saw the opportunity? You're like, I, I miss him? I am, I've noticed, and I mean, I've known this, but I really realized this while watching it back and just being in those moments, very emotionally reactive. So prior to them reading the date card, I was, you know, confiding and people and talking about how I was feeling like I really did miss him because we lost that time in COVID in London and stuff. And I was just feeling like I was really hoping he would, I knew that charity was going to have time with him that week, but I just was like, maybe there's a chance that he wants to do a group two first. And I was like, kind of thinking that, and I was just really missing him. So, um, it was just something that I was like, okay, I miss him. Let me do something about it and try to see him. I mean, at the time, I'm only thinking about my relationship and myself. And when you're in settings like this, you sometimes act outside of yourself. I mean, you're it's situations that aren't normal, right? Like we're in, we're all dating one man. So I just remember being very like upset about not being able to see him over those extra week because we went like, I don't even know, reality caught up with us. That's how long we went without seeing him. So to like feel that longness with him more than we normally already were, was really difficult. And that was just something that I was like, okay, let, let me just do this right before. Um, and also it was, I know it looked very shorter, like less time than it was, but we were sitting there for a good amount of time before I pulled oh. him. We were all kind of hanging out, having a moment together. It was maybe like 15 or 20 minutes, I would say max that we went and the conversations were kind of like dying down. I'm like, okay, well, now that we've had our time, let me just see if he'd be willing to have a moment with me privately. Um, but I, I know now that probably wasn't the most appropriate time to be doing something like that. There was other opportunities I'm sure I could have taken, but in that moment, you're really, you have to have grace with where you're at emotionally. Oh, well, I, I loved it. Honestly, I really, I'm like, go after what you want. Like I said, use your time wisely. Um, and then you come back in and Brooklyn's like, just, you can tell she's gonna lose it. And she's like, he has lip gloss on his lips. So um, and then I loved how you shut that conversation down later with her. She came kind of interjected herself into the conversation with charity. How'd well, you feel? When I come back and everybody was like 
taken back, I was like, oh God, I just did something really bad. Like that was my, I'm like, I did not think that. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I just hurt so I just hurt people's feelings. And I was really upset to know that that guy had done that to someone else. And then they're like, you just need to talk to charity. And I'd actually asked my producer to I'm like, can you just let her know? Like, I hope she has a good day. And I'm so sorry. Like, cause I really did not think that that was I, at the time I wasn't thinking outside of myself. So I felt immediately bad. And then I saw the energies get to the level that they did. And I just really was like, Oh my, I, I, my only concern and priority was I need to just make this good with charity and everybody else, you know, we had, they had their own individual things. And at first I was acting in a very like heavy defense mode, but then as like my conversation with Ariel and Jess privately, we kind of just talked about it and I was able to like see the perspective and understand. I just wanted to make it clear that my intention was never there to, you know, hurt anyone's feelings. I really show. I mean, everybody has seen, like, I'm not somebody that's trying to do something that's, gonna hurt your feelings like I literally hugged Greer when she cried about my you know date card I was always there for the women whenever they were going through their struggles so I just was hoping maybe some grace could have been given um for me and I thought honestly at the first I didn't think it was going to keep going over the days so when it did I was like very 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 over it and I wanted to just this whole time talk to charity like on a one-on-one setting and then when that was taken from me, uh, that was difficult. But actually, Charity came and sat down with me, followed me, because I was getting in my feels. I cried when I'm frustrated. And she sat down on a chair with me, and she said, I don't know what just happened, but I just want to talk to you personally. And we had a very good conversation. I was able to see where it hurt her and apologize immediately as when I could about the moment or about the situation. And we were able to come to an understanding. Um, but at that point it just had escalated so much with Brooklyn and I didn't, I was trying to just not let it affect my relationship. So, um, I think it did emotionally in the end, seeing how it played out. But in those moments, I'm like, I just need to handle charity and my relationship and be done with it. Yep. And we all adults and grown women in the situation. And I don't really know if that's what happened, but <laughs> I was, that's what I was trying to do. Well, I felt like it came across that way. And, you know, Brooklyn was very heated. Talk about reactive. And here's the thing. Like you said, it is an unnatural situation. I know firsthand I was so reactive on my season. And, like, storylines would kind of come up, and then they would play out a little longer. I had a fight, and then, like, three countries later, it was still playing out. So I thought it was a nice move of you to just kind of, like, I thought you were a class act. Shut it down. And, I mean, many ways. very, like, bratty in a way because I was just getting so emotional I mean I also just lost one of my best friends just the night before like and I was just there was a lot of other factors that were coming into play I was carrying a lot of other people's emotions so I think it was a very like it came off as a little bit frustration and brattiness from even me watching it back but at the end of the day like I have grace for how Brooklyn reacted with me I understand that we're all acting a little bit outside of ourselves and maybe it was the defense mechanism in a way for her. Mm-hmm. Maybe it made her feel a little insecure. I'm not really sure at the end of the day, I'm not going to ever hold her to that or anyone else. I just hope the same grace can be received from me because I think now they know my character and they should have then. I think they did to know that my intentions were never there to hurt anyone's feelings. And me and Charity are actually very close to this day we got way closer post-show and I've like grown to like respect and love her even more as a woman. So seeing it back was just really hard. 
says like everything that speaks volumes what about with brooklyn i know you guys i just saw yeah. you guys were all hanging out together i saw charity i had to zoom in the picture to see who was <laughs> all there it looked like anastasia was there i don't oh. think i saw brooklyn is she brooklyn you... didn't come. i think she had something to do that weekend actually um but she and i are fine i mean in the woman to law i was really heated because i had just seen the things in the interviews and i'm like are you kidding me right now yeah, like really, really, really. until it plays out live I just was like oh gosh so I was very um like emotional and there was things that were not shown where like I apologized and took accountability so that was also frustrating for me but we I think respect each other I don't think anyone has any malicious intent um any of the women really I don't think anybody was a real mean girl so I can't hold her to that standard of that accountability it was just like a one-time situation and I think that that's why we were able to just, you know, hash it out, whatever, but we were fine right after. I mean, cause I'm not going to hold a grudge over something that happened in a setting, like where emotions are so heightened. It's that would just, unless you were doing something that was like intentionally trying to hurt my feelings or being malicious. And I could see that there was like poor character behind you, but I don't believe that that's who she is. So, and I think it's the same way with me. So we're all good. We're all fine. I yeah. hope that I know, and it's funny because people just see what they see on TV, but in reality, everything is fine and dandy. We're all mature women. Thankfully, we have a really good cast, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love seeing that you guys are all friends. I'm a little bit jelly. I only have a couple of girlfriends <laughs> for my season, but I'm like, I want to go on a girls trip with you guys. Got to find a sitter. And then it and became this huge girls trip. Yeah. And you were with Gabby. Was I was at the, I went to the After the Final Rose taping and I was sitting near her sister and I just, my heart really went out to her and I know you're friends with um, Katie as well. So it's got to, it's kind of cool that you guys can all come together and, you know, be so close. You know, it's, people always ask like, how do you guys do it? And I'm like, I don't know if it's just like our like personalities or just, we just like don't view it in that way we're very understanding and we know what we signed up for kind of thing. And we see each other past them being in a relationship with him. We see each other as individuals, I think is what's really just helped. And um, yeah, I've had many weekends with them and it's, it's crazy to see it back now knowing, cause we really, none of us knew cause we wanted to just respect everyone's privacy, but I'm just grateful that we're not like, I didn't join a cast where everyone was weird about it. <laughs> cause that would have sucked. I think it's super rare. I mean, I think we see it more so now, but um, I'm yeah. dying to know if you're dating, if you, anyone's oh. sliding into the DMs, or I would, I mean, I am like, I would love to see you back on our, our TV screens. Would you entertain yeah. the idea of paradise? I have been very, very busy with work and school. I like dived into that right when I got home and I was working nights while it was airing. So my dating life has just been non-existent. I just don't even have the energy or the thoughts. Um, now that I've like transitioned back to days and I have a less work, you know, intense schedule and it's not airing and that's taking up my life. I'm open to the idea now of like letting a little bit more people in. I just, I'm I wasn't, and I still kind of not right now in the emotional state. Um, but I'm working towards getting there and I definitely do see myself getting there to the point where we might be on paradise. Oh, I would love to see <laughs> you back. 
because like it is such a cool setting and now that we're friends with the girls like I feel like that would just be like more so real life like you know we're just all at a pool party hanging out <laughs> yeah I mean you know there'd probably be some sort of drama but I wondered if they would like if Brooklyn was there like I, I'm already like picturing it like <laughs> if you guys would be like Shanae oh. on the last season and like oh, bury wow. the hatchet yeah I don't think there was a hatchet to ever be buried but that was the thing is everybody <laughs> being like Brooklyn, like you clear the air. I was like, there was no air to clear. Like we had a disagreement. There was a discussion that was had. Do we speak with emphasis? Yeah, I'm Italian. Like that's how I speak. And it comes off a little bit more intense than it probably would with if you see it on the street. But like in real life, that's not something that I think was ever to the personal level that I've seen from previous, you know, situations. It was never even brought to Zach's attention. So I never took it that seriously or I never thought it got that intensely with her and I. Like I said, when your priorities are just your relationship and whoever's feelings you hurt, that's where your brain goes. But I don't think that that would be something just because we're all friends. That would be kind of weird. I don't really even know how that would <laughs> go down. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like you would be, like, the hot commodity down there. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people. And, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like with Paradise, you'd have to go in with a game plan. Like, so I was in talks to Paradise years ago. I just did clickbait. Um, it's coming out Thursday. And I talked about... Like, guys were sliding into my DMs. Girls that were going on were, like, texting me saying, like, I'm, I want this guy, like, staking their claims on them. I ended up not doing it, which I, looking back at that, I just think if you get the opportunity, you know, if you can why get off from not? work, like, why not? Like, everybody, even Ashley I talks about, like, what an amazing experience it, it is. And it seems like the couples that make it from the show, like, really have lasting power. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, and that's what I was mostly intrigued by is the turnaround. Like everybody that I are still together right now, most of them came from Paradise. And that's something that is a little bit more motivational for me to go back and put myself in a vulnerable setting like that again. Because I'm like, well, I the chances of me actually finding a husband are a lot higher for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's more, it's just more real life for me. Like I'm from Florida, you know, I'm used to like hanging out by the pool and the beach. So you look really good in a bikini. Let me oh, tell you, <laughs> I see your grit, your thirst traps. You're just oh, like stunning. And I really, I mean, but I also, like I said, I felt like you were a front runner and so flashing back. So you left right before hometowns mm-hmm. and I remember watching him. I was like, ah, why didn't he just pull her aside? Like, why did he have to do the whole thing? But it is a show. So did you have any feelings like that at all? Of like it coming, the breakup? Well, just like, I wish she would have just pulled me aside rather than having to stand through a rose ceremony. Um, To be honest, I think I was allotted a lot of time after the rose ceremony to have a conversation with him. And I was grateful for that because we didn't have like a cocktail party or anything. So I think if I would have left without, I would have left with a lot less closure than I did receive. I was able to give all the girls a hug goodbye and like have my good, like official goodbyes. So I was grateful to go through that. And I, it felt like he was trying to do something. He was trying to make the decision as last possible opportunity. He wasn't just a feeling that he was reacting on, which sometimes that can happen. I think he sat with it and thought it through. Um, And I was mostly looking at it from that perspective. Like I was given some time to have a conversation with him and say goodbye. So I was grateful for that, honestly. Well, you handled it really well. I I was shocked and I really wanted to see your hometown. And, but I know you mentioned, you know, at the uh, women tell all that your mom and you have a a great relationship or you're working on it. And how did your, I wanted to ask you how your mom felt about you going on the show in general. So when I was first casting, she was one of the first people I called and me and her were both on the same idea of like, this is no way I can do this with work. Mm-hmm. And then when it was at the, when I got the yes, we both sat with it and I said, well, and I tried having a conversation with her about things that might be brought up. There are things that I've tried talking to her about in my you know day-to-day life. And at the time it wasn't received very well that we didn't really get anywhere, but my casting happened so quickly. We didn't really have time to sit with the idea, think about what might may or may not be discussed kind of thing. So I did my due diligence in having a discussion with her, but she was mostly excited about just the opportunity of me being able to meet someone, but she was also very anxious about she's private. So having our conversation or our relationship put in the public eye was a little hard for her, but it ended up being very therapeutic for her and I, because through that time separation, She's expressed to me like her like newfound respect and love for me as her daughter. And then that's helped us being able to mend our relationship and like the, you know, some trauma that was there between her and I, um, which was never something I was expecting at all. I'm like, I'm going to go on this and this is going to make her freak out and she's just going to hate me or something because I said one bad thing and I'm just so worried. I was so scared because honestly, I didn't even remember what was discussed, but you know, depending on the emotional states people can be in, they might take things a little bit more intense, like more than it really is. So, but I was really lucky to have her be so receptive to what kind of mental health journey I went through with our relationship. And um, we're still working through it. Like our communication skills are still in progress, but that's going to be probably the rest of our lives. (laughs) So that goes, (laughs) that was a lot of reason why I was so emotional before I left because you know, it wasn't just the fact that I was losing him. I felt like he wasn't choosing me because my family. Oh. I've, I've come to terms with that now. But in those moments, you know, when you're, everything is so heightened, that's why I was so sad. I was like, oh, so he doesn't want. And that week, I was like, my mom's not going to be there. Does he want a girl that doesn't have a mom in hometown? It's like, I don't know. So now I was very emotional because of that, too. 
And I think people forgot to see that. That was a big thing that was going on. Well, I'm glad you reminded me of that. And I remember you talking about that at um, the Women Tell All. But when you were watching it, like a viewer, you wouldn't really put that together. But you're right. You were just very vulnerable with him. And family's like the closest thing to you. It's like you said. And you're like, ah, is she going to be mad at me? Um, Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Does he still want a girl that doesn't have this perfect family? Because I I know majority of people don't, but he might not want to. So it did feel like he was saying he didn't. Looking back now, I know that's not the case. But in those moments, that's why my mascara was running down my face as much as it was. <laughs> the whole week. Bless your heart. It's, hey, it's highly emotional. I remember crying in the shower. I was like, never let him see you sweat. I did cry on camera. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's just like you a bag. You can't. Just a bag of emotions, for All sure. All the time. You could, like, say one thing. And I'm like, I don't even know why I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, like, kind of the beauty, too, though, of going on the show is, like, it does pull things out of you in the interviews and like it forces you to have to talk about, like you said, the authentic and the deeper things. And um, it kind of helps you kind of open up that side of you that you might not do right away when you first meet somebody mm-hmm. and you then you're doing it on camera. <laughs> it was kind of therapeutic. I'm not going to lie. There were some three hour interviews where I was definitely not even making sense, but <laughs> me sitting there and being prompted in questions kind of helped me make sense of my emotions and mm-hmm. it's like therapy um, almost it's like you're tapping into places you didn't know existed but it helps you be like show up more for your partner so that's like kind of the beauty of this weird setting that we're in so that's where I found positivity and at least that well, emotional did, side did you I know did you I was gonna ask you did you feel like a villain at all I mean I was a villain and I'm I'm totally cool with it but did you after your thing did you feel like a villain at all or like that energy that bad girl energy no I really didn't because I know that my intentions were never or or, I don't know I just know that I always looked at it as we were just in a setting that we were acting outside of ourselves but I was I think the majority of my character that was displayed was my support and love there was a setting and a situation where I acted outside of myself and I was selfish and it was not thinking of others around me, but I wouldn't put that to everything that has led up to that point or even followed that point. Um, and off camera and on camera, I expressed my love for everybody. And even after the show, same thing. So I don't, I wouldn't say that. I know people have their issues with it, but I don't think that, I think when you're in that role of villain, quote unquote, it's kind of, you see every character, you see characteristics throughout. And I think that it, like that Christina was Christina Mantrell. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know. She wasn't on for me. I, I can't speak on that because it's just, out, it's, I, that was so out of my body. It was an out of body experience for me, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a personality I have truly never met before, but I'm willing to try to understand and be supportive. But overall, I think that like, okay, I know I'm sure Shanae means well. But she did. She said some really mean things about other women, and I've never spoke poorly. Even when people were saying that, even on Women Tell All, I never came at anybody's character. I never spoke on them in a bad setting. And I think when you start to do that, is when you're leaning into that mean girl side mm-hmm. of yourself. And I don't think that that's who I am. I hopefully that wasn't how it was displayed, but oh, not at all. No, I, I, I think you just had to... confidence, though. You know, and you really held your own. And I think sometimes that can get misconstrued, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot, it's been really hard to deal with some of the hate that I have seen. There have is you been lot. getting, who's hating? Do people, have you gotten hate mail at all? 
honestly, I had gotten a lot more love now. You really just got to find your people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't go on Twitter. You will never see me on Twitter, okay? You'll never see me on Reddit, and you'll never see me on Twitter. You'll see me on Instagram and TikTok because people are nicer there, and that's just yeah. how it is. And that I just that I, you find your audience. Facts. <laughs> that's what you look at. You don't look at the other stuff. And I, I have tried this system of like sorting my mail kind of thing. Glenn Doyle taught me that. Oh, I love like her. Just, love her she's you have her vibes really oh my god stop i'm such a fan of her um (laughs) she's taught me how to sort my mail and i really have like leaned into doing that because i'm not taking things personally but they are it's still a very scary thing that you've never experienced this before this to have people have such an opinion of anything that you do and then to take one thing and apply that to everything that you do it's just like it's hard but we're figuring it out yeah like you said the, your mail you need a little spam filter on there and I still get hate mail not about the show stuff it's just more about like what I post or things like right. that so I feel like everybody gets it it's just the world that we live in now but people who have gotten like get it so much worse you know like yeah threats so- and stuff like that you're probably not at that mm-hmm. I've only point. gotten like you're mean or like I mean there's been like but honestly like sometimes in the beginning I was like block like delete block delete block like I don't need that on my like kind of thing now I just I don't really look as much because if you don't look it's not gonna affect you as oh, heavy good. you thing. gotta protect your peace exactly that is exactly it and there's no shame in doing that at the end of the day you have to do what's gonna better you but no majority has been love I'm really grateful not a lot of hate there's, it's there, and that's always the loudest, but majority has been love, I would any, say. Yeah, uh, celebs or any guys sliding into the DMs? Are they open um, or are they closed? They're busy working. I've been busy working, honestly, but they're open now. I've got a few DMs here and there. Nothing that I would probably pursue, but. <laughs> just... Oh, my goodness. That's exciting. Any Bachelor nations? No, actually, the boys have been quiet. Wow. I mean, each other and stuff like that. I think a few of us are, we're all, but I think it's also like as a friendship thing too, we're kind of like trying to like show like support in a way because mm-hmm. we need to have that support. So I don't think there's any like intention behind it other than that from my perspective, but um, no, my DMs have been pretty, pretty quiet. Any, uh, any crushes in the nation? Do you, uh, do you have any, cause obviously you've watched some seasons. Is there anybody that, that tickles your fancy? Uh, I mean, there's a few boys out there. I can't let them know because then they win. <laughs> I mean, like Tyler Cameron, obviously. He's... Honestly, no. I, really? I, I the hype. I just don't. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Florida boy because I'm literally scarred from Florida men. But I that just makes don't... total sense. I'm so over like that f boy energy. Like I like just want a nice guy who has the same intentions as I do, and can make me laugh like not be too serious. Like that's it. And I feel like a lot of men these days have just been giving off that like fuckboy vibe. So oh, I blame the dating apps. I really think it's like this culture that, you know, it's like the next thing. And like, I just, I hear my single guy friends talk and I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's crazy. They, they're, they're, you can have confidence without being so full of yourself kind of thing. I think they cross that. There's a very fine line, but they often cross it. <laughs> and oh, I don't have to yeah. that. <laughs> Well, what about Clayton? He was, I just had him on my podcast. I think he's a cutie pie. I like Susie too, but I mean, that's, there's like, I dated people in the Bachelor franchise after, Mm because after my season or my breakup, um, just because it was nice to have that instant connection. 
and they've been right. through it. I understand. Yeah. I honestly, I'm kind of really interested to see these new group of men, this new batch of men that are going to come through. I hope that if they do, some of them come on the beach because, I mean, I think if they're choosing anyone for charity, they're quality. So that's what we need these days is some quality men. Well, they got quality <laughs> gals for, for Zach. So casting's doing something right. <laughs> so, yeah, they got to match because I think every girl has like different beauty that they radiate so it's gonna be really interesting to see everyone kind of come together well I'll be watching if you do it and um, I'm gonna be watching the charity season for sure she's just mm -hmm. she's just got a good aura and I can't wait to see the guys I'll be watching with like a fine-tooth comb with you and mine hilarious and even just in the little bit of things that I've seen I'm like yes there's charity like they're showing her personality like I'm like Finally, you can see her theatrics. We're both very theatrical, and that's why I think we've like been so drawn to each other. But it's I, I mean, they have to be able to show it. She's leading the whole show, and I trust her judgment more than anything. So this is I'm really excited to watch because she's gonna make me laugh the whole time. Oh, good, and I loved her family. I can't wait. I really thought that you would have been a shoe and or Gabby. Obviously, what she just went yeah. through. Um, but I was like, I really, and Charity. I mean, I felt like you all three could be the Bachelorette. Would that yeah. be something that, like, even if it came down later down the road that you think you could take on, um, dating 30 guys at once? I don't know if I personally would be able to do that again. Um, I've thought about the idea. I've had discussions in the um, past. But it just, I think I would want something a little bit more authentic to me. And mm -hmm. for me, I feel like that's not, I'm not going to be able to give all I want to be able to give more to one person or even like a smaller group of people versus like I, it would dilute me a lot. And, um, I, that Spread wouldn't thin. be, yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't be fair to me. So I'm fully supportive of everybody that's doing it and I'll be their biggest cheerleader. But personally, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. Well, here it is. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on you. So at the end of every episode, we do a tea party, Courtney's tea party. So think about if you have any tea to spill at all. Just tea? Like, it could be anything. It could be a production secret. It could be, um, I can go first. I can tell you my yeah, you tea. Yeah, you go first. I have another tea. question for you about Anastasia. You know, she was rumored to be talking about the 50,000 Instagram followers. Oh, yeah. And that's part of my tea. Um, was there anything that that you saw, like girls talking about that in the house? Because to me, it doesn't seem that bad. You know, it just it didn't. The way it played out, I was like, "What's the big deal here?" Of course, everybody's hoping they get followers. I mean, I was it something girls were talking about in the house that you heard of, or I guess this could be tea because it was never discussed. But ding, ding, um, ding. <laughs> the conversation was actually on the bus. It was in route to the airport or hotel I don't know where we're going we're going to Bahamas and <laughs> I was part of that conversation and it was a few of us that were part of a, conver a personal conversation and um it was very more so leading towards her career it was never like oh this is something that could come from this and this is why I'm here like no it was just like we're in 2023 this is what you do and we were just talking about that because someone who's not in the creator setting or influencer setting like that's, I wouldn't know what it comes to doing that or what comes with brands kind of thing. So we were all just like asking general questions. Yeah. There was a person that was not involved in the conversation. There was a few seats in front. And when I noticed they were sitting there, I told her to chill because she doesn't know who's listening. Oh, and then when that You're happened, like I was <laughs> like, let's, because 
like I, you know, people like to manipulate people's words or take them and run with it. And lo and behold, that is what happened. Um, I don't really want to say the person because it's no, not. No, of course not. But there, that is the real like backstory to that conversation and how it got made into the narrative. And it was coming from a person who wasn't even part of the original conversation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think I still give everyone grace because I don't know what the intentions were behind it. And I do know that there was another conversation, I guess, that followed that one that was heard a little bit more closer, but I was part of it and it wasn't what it became into. I'll tell you that right now. It wasn't. I think it's smart. I'm glad that I appreciate your honesty because I was like, I don't think this is a big deal. I mean, I would, we didn't have Instagram during my time, but so my tea is during my season, you know, we'd sit around paint our nails and the cameras weren't rolling and uh, the girls were talking about how cool it was going to be after the show and like how famous they would get. And like, they were talking about like now if somebody did that, they'd be like, crucified but it wasn't a big deal like I didn't run and tell the bachelor but the girls were all like I wonder if people are going to come up to us and if they want pictures and I remember thinking like oh, I don't know if this is for the right reasons but <laughs> I wasn't going to go run and tell them so I just feel like that's part of you know especially with Instagram now yeah it's just it comes with the territory and honestly like it's I, I don't know if people realize bachelors it's not what it used to be in that mm-hmm. setting so, like, we are giving up our lives it's more than it's not worth giving up our lives for the couple followers that we get. I don't think so. Oh, and I look, think- you talk about the haters and stuff like that. Yeah. And, oh, my other question was, is I, it was rumored that Gabby was caught reading How to Win The yeah. Bachelor. Did you hear of that or anybody no. reading the book? We're going to you know, air this, but that was not true. Like, that did not oh. happen. It was not in her suitcase. I know I've seen some people, I won't say her name, but there's a girl on TikTok just likes to talk a lot of tea that's inaccurate tea um nobody likes fake news exactly and it's frustrating because they're your friends and you want to say enough for them but you also don't want to give them any more traction to their platform because they don't deserve it so no it was never in her suitcase she did not bring it she was not reading it i know it was like just because i remember hearing about it being found but it wasn't like someone found it and was reading it it was like what is this and they were looking at it and I don't know if that was even Gabby or not, truly. I don't know where it came from, but I I knew there was a girl that found it while we were packing the leaf, and they were like, oh, you got to get rid of that. I don't know, and the producers just took it. Oh. So I don't, it's been very, like you said, maybe like (laughs) through the grapevine, the story has just trans, yeah, but the book was actually there though, so somebody had it. The book was there. Someone brought it. I don't know who, if it was even a contestant because they check our stuff, but the book was there, but huh. I don't think anyone was caught actually actively reading a chapter. That makes sense. Well, I appreciate that. My mom is a huge fan of you. When I came home and told her that you were on the group date, she's like, stop. She was the first book I read. Oh. And she wanted to like understand what I was going through because she's never watched a show. She's like, tell her that I read her book right away. And I'm a huge fan. <laughs> oh, tell her thanks so much for tuning in, for reading it. And I, that would hopefully help you. Maybe she could give you some little intel. You know, I was, I, well, she wanted to give it to me for Christmas. I was like, I don't want to see anything. I don't even want to acknowledge what I just went through was even, I, I just, no, I need a break. <laughs> but yeah. she was, she's very analytical. So she has to read stuff like that to make sense of situations. Oh, well, I'm glad she kept an open mind because I always joke with people like, make sure you take your blood pressure medicine. It's a little racy. So we could, well, maybe uh, now, out of the fever dream a little bit, I can take a read. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe you could read on Way to Paradise. Well, Kat, I know you probably got to get going. Got to get back to work. She's You guys, for the listeners, she was wearing her cute little nurse's outfit and whipped off your little coat to do this. So I appreciate the time. Where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. And um, it's just Kat Izzo for both of them, I believe. I think. Maybe one of them is Catherine Izzo. <laughs> but- <laughs> I don't even know what my handles already were, but that's my name on there. That's pretty much the only thing that I use. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it. I don't really use Twitter. I was just on it to look at things. But yeah, stay away from those Twitter trolls. You don't look at Twitter. <laughs> no, no, it's all bad. Well, thank you so much. And that's our show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you to Kat for jumping on on her lunch break and telling us all the things, setting the record straight can't wait to see her in paradise let's be honest she's gotta be there she's gotta be there all right guys until next time i'm courtney robertson and i am off contract